Hey guys, welcome to Girlmates Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are very excited to be back here. New year, same us, just watching a lot of TV and mostly loving it. We are going to be discussing the Netflix craze Bridgerton. Very excited to discuss. It really is all over the internet. It's hard to hide from. And I can't wait to hear how Jordan felt about it. So we will talk about how we general feelings about it. And then we have to talk spoilers because, duh, there's too much to talk about. And with the holidays, there really wasn't that much news. So I think we're going to jump right into our Bridgerton top three. We decided to do one of our our faves, uh, hypothetical top three. We have to choose our Anthony, if you've watched Bridgerton, you should know who that is. Lady Bridgerton's brother, who kind of is the head of the household and kind of is in charge of getting her married and finding her a husband. So the person we would trust to help us find a, a husband and would hopefully hopefully be better than he is at it. Exactly. That would be ideal. Yeah. And then second, we have our Lady Whistledown. She is the gossip girl of of the town. So who would know all the town gossip and be able to keep her identity a secret? Or him. I guess it could be a boy. Um, and lastly, our proposal, who we would love to be our husband. So, with that, Jordan. Um, <laughs> my Anthony, I was like, I need someone who is, like, judgmental enough to not just, like, throw me at any random guy that's willing, you know? Mm-hmm. But also, like has like a like a a good heart and knows me well you know Mm -hmm. and I I think that David Rose would be a great Anthony oh my gosh great answer thank you from Schitt's Creek especially like towards the end when he's kind of softened up a little bit and like he's still judgmental but he's not so harsh as he is like at the beginning of the show yeah um but yeah I would trust him and I think that he would because he he like values like wealth and security but he also like wants fun people like when he's trying to make like a games night group (laughs) for example (laughs) um so yeah i would i would trust him great answer honestly i'm jealous i didn't think of that because i would love to have him as a brother also true okay for my anthony i chose rami I thought that he would be really good at, like, A, being a brother, and I could be, like, close enough with him that we could have conversations of, like, things we both would like to find in my spouse. (laughs) And I feel like I would never... uh, Rami has some stuff to work through on his own, but I think he would be good at helping me find a spouse for myself. I agree. And I feel like, yeah, Rami's better at helping other people than solving his own problems. So I think exactly that's exactly. A great, 
He's Rami's great inside. He just struggles with his own life. <laughs> Which I great guess answer. isn't that different than Anthony, but Yeah, it's true. I I would actually like to hear your lady whistle down before mine because I'm really excited <laughs> to hear it. And okay. the first one that I thought of I, I you just say yours. I just don't I just want to hear it is and I don't want to I'm worried that it might be I might have ripped off yours and I just want to make sure <laughs> well, that I well, did that's it. really nice of you um my lady whistle down I chose Fleabag <gasps> I think she's would is just like built for that role she's oh perfect. my gosh that oh that would be so funny and so brilliant well she I mean her whole thing is like observing Exactly. She just observes everyone, comments on like comments on everything that everyone does, including like little tiny uh, mannerisms. And yeah, I just think that her paper would be hilarious and Mm -hmm. she could totally get away with get away with it as well. I'm obsessed with that answer. Um, Mine, (laughs) because I... um, Sex in the City is on the brain because Taylor is currently <laughs> watching it. And so I was like, I just thought of, I thought of a character from that. And I was worried that like, since you're literally watching it right now, I was like, oh, what if like she happens to choose the same one? So I'm glad you didn't. I thought, I think that Samantha would be hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yes. I was actually going <laughs> to, I was going to say, oh, she's going to say Carrie, but that's a little too obvious. Samantha is perfect. Yeah. And I feel like Samantha's commentary is way more juicy and interesting than Carrie's commentary. Um and I feel like I feel like the way she would write it would be very funny and scandalous. Mm-hmm. And um she would yeah, like she would somehow find out everything going on. And so yeah. Well, and her I- opinions would be so modern that they would just be a complete shock to society. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I love it. Now you should, now it's your turn again to say your proposal. Okay, perfect. I, um, I was approaching it like who, if they, if this were, um, cause it's like, I'm approaching it like half modern, half back in the day. Like it would need to be someone that like owns land, has wealth, like to be a respectable option. And I went with Gendry from Game of Thrones <laughs> because at the end they make him a lord or whatever thing. True. So True. he like now has power. But I also like wouldn't want like the king or like something like that, you know, like that's a lot of pressure. I would like to just kind of be like respectable, but not like in charge of the whole kingdom. That's a that's a great answer. And thank you. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of him, but never forget, never forget Gendry. Never justice for Gendry. <laughs> he might not have an official emoji from the HBO Twitter account. <laughs> we'll also but... never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Just doesn't make any sense, but whatever, it's fine. But at least we can better. we can honor him <laughs> in this way. <laughs> okay, for my proposal. I had kind of been thinking about, like, who could I marry that I would feel, like, able to be, like, vulnerable and talk to and, like, would be, like, my best friend. 
kind of thing. And then Jordan mentioned that she w- when she was thinking of it, she was thinking of like who was rich. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> so I changed my answer. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to hear who the other one was going to be. <laughs> well, the good news is, is that are we related? I don't know. I chose Tyrion Lannister. <gasps> wow. That that makes us related, right? Well, Does it? well, Gendry, there was just the... Th- Gendry, his dad was Cersei's first husband. Oh, okay. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's like, there was a theory that at the end, it was going to be revealed that Gendry was... Cersei's son too like they had him but he was a bastard kid with like some unknown lady as okay. his mom so per our cousin chart that we have <laughs> to look at <laughs> a lot of removals but still related somehow I'm sure yeah like through marriage yeah and in Game of Thrones it's like everyone's related right totally wow Tyrion is such a good answer though because like he was so nice to Sansa. Yeah, like Sansa had a great life with him. Yeah. So I think he could still be the fun type that you could still like be vulnerable with. And also no one takes him that seriously. So he wouldn't have as many duties as like the king, like you kind of were thinking and said. Yeah, I love that answer. That's perfect. Yeah, I'm excited for our life. <laughs> I think we'll have a great time. Um, Me too. We'll go on like couples trips together. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds beautiful. Wow. Okay, Bridgerton. Want to give the the lowdown, the spiel, the recap, the four one one. Yeah. Yeah. So Bridgerton is adapted from um, a series of romance novels, and they're set in kind of that. Jane Austen time period um and it's basically following um several young people as they um are kind of like reaching the age where they need to get married and find proposals from like a worthy match and stuff and it's focusing mainly on Daphne Bridgerton and um her family and then um, the Duke is like her main love interest, but there's like plenty of hijinks along the way with their love story that's kind of like all over the place. And 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 like kind of had some little twists that I didn't really expect. I don't really necessarily want to spoil things, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, this is getting kind of like all over the place. But like they themselves I think because like from the commercials I was like, oh, he it's like gonna be like he's a Mr. Darcy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually they have kind of like their own ruse of their own that they pull together. And so I think it ended up being a more interesting love story than I even expected, but that's kind of the gist. There's like several other characters that are going on on the sidelines that the show focuses on, but they're the main couple. Yeah. There's a lot of storylines happening in this show. Okay. So what was, that was a great review. FYI. Um, what you. was your overall feelings on the show? What'd you recommend? Um, overall, I did. I liked it. 
Um, and like by the end, I was kind of like, wow, I like want to watch more. Um, which kind of, but I think that that surprised me a little bit because there were some things that I was like, I would be like yelling at the screen, like, why is this a thing? Like, why is this happening? Which I'm really excited to get into spoilers. I have like, I listed out, I have like four main things where I was kind of like, no, but (laughs) overall I, I did enjoy it. Um, and like, even if there were things that like things that bugged me, it didn't ruin the experience for me, but, um, I more just have a lot of fun things that I think are funny to discuss, but overall I did like it. Okay, great. I'm glad you liked it because I also liked it slash maybe I would say I loved it. (laughs) I think for what it was, it was perfect. Um, I just think a show like this, you have to go in without wanting a lot of character development and like really great writing. Like I think I was trying to... I was explaining it as Emily in Paris, but back in the Regency era, which I guess is what it's called. I kept saying Victorian era, but it apparently was before that. Anyway, so I think if you go in with those kinds of expectations, it was just a great show to not have to put a lot of mental thought into and still enjoy these characters and the romance and... Um, yeah, I just thought it was really fun to watch. Yeah, I, um, I hadn't known, I just, I knew it was based on books that I'd never heard of. And then when I was kind of just reading some reviews and different articles, I was like, oh, this is actually based on like, literally kind of like quintessential romance novels, like the kind that they've sold. I've seen my entire life, like in a grocery store book aisle, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's like, and so that kind of changed my viewing of it a little bit, not like to knock romance novels or something, but it's like, it's going to be like very soap opera-y, um, kind of melodramatic, you know? And so I feel like going with that in mind, I was like, okay, like it, it helped me kind of like, um, change what my expectations were almost. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think it helped me enjoy it more. Yeah, I agree. I didn't even know that aspect of it until you told me that today. So I think that is another great thing to tell our listeners before watching. So thank you. Um, The last thing I will say is one of the funnest things about this show, I think, and I think a lot of the internet is talking about it too, is just like the modern twist on the show. Um, They use a lot of vitamin string quartet music in it and... Taylor, I was going to say Taylor's a vitamin string quartet head. <laughs> I really, truly am. And I forgot because it was mostly in middle school. And I literally, I loved vitamin string quartet. I, it was my jam. I loved every time a new single would come out. And I mean, they really know how to pick them. That's because they got Thank You Next. They also have my number one Taylor Swift song wildest streams mm-hmm. it was which, great I thought LOL. it really added to it because it was fun when you have like your typical ball and they're playing these like pop songs but adjusted to be the vitamin string quartet it was very fun and honestly I feel like it was more predictable to just like use actual pop songs in the soundtrack 
because I feel like a lot of shows like to think like to do that kind of that anachronistic totally. like we're gonna use a modern song in this old show old timey set show but I think it was even more fun to have them be these like instrumental orchestra songs mm-hmm. um so yeah I liked that a lot it was very fun yeah I it was one of my favorite parts and the last thing I want to say before we get into spoilers was um, I think there was a lot of hype around this because I think it's one of uh, Shonda Rhimes' first shows to come out of like her Netflix deal. Um, and I think I've seen quite a few people be hesitant about this show because it has Shonda Rhimes' name attached to it. But it's I would say it's nothing at all similar to the Shonda Rhimes trio known as Grey's Anatomy, uh, How to Get Away with Murder, and Scandal. Because she really was only an ex- executive producer, and that's all. Yeah, I don't think... I mean, obviously I went in... No, That's one of the things they're advertising, is that it's Shondaland. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really think that the writing or the storylines were... Like, nothing was really a callback to me personally for any of the Shonda things I've watched. Um, which is like mostly the one I've watched the most of is Grey's, but mm-hmm. um, and I think it also it benefits from it's like there's these are stories already like it's based on books and so, um, I don't know like I didn't really sense any Shonda I would say just like the diversity of the cast for sure, yeah but that was like kind of the only thing and I was kind of ex- I didn't know what to expect I didn't know if it was going to feel like one of her other shows but. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. Awesome. Anything else before spoilers? No, I'm ready to get into spoilers. Let's get into it. I I have to admit, I binged this in like two and a half days before we knew we were going to talk about it. So Jordan <laughs> has a lot better notes on this than I do because I was just watching this on my own time. And then luckily Jordan was like, should we talk about this? And I was like, yes, please. I'm dying to talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, like you were just watching it for fun, which I think is a ringing endorsement. Yeah, exactly. Um, the first thing I have, I have four main points I'd like to address. The <laughs> first thing is I need, we need to talk about Daphne. There's something, the bangs. the bangs, there was something about her. Well, first of all, I was like, okay, so are they trying to get someone who's like, a very much like Sophie Turner um but like kind of on a budget because <laughs> there were a lot of times where I was like she is looking so much like Sansa um like sometimes I when haven't her, even thought about that but good point she really reminded me of her so many times and but there was just something I was like I definitely don't hate Daphne but there's just something that I don't like about her and it, I was like it's gotta be the bangs like her hair just looked so weird and it may it was like kind of little girlish and so when she already looked very young cuz she's just kind of small mm-hmm. I was like why would they style her hair like that it just like was not flattering this is a very pretty girl and like her hair was so annoying I agree with you but I also would say there were times where okay actually I'm looking at pictures cuz I was going to say she pulled it off but actually, I'm lying. I'm looking at pictures and I'm just like, no, no, no. Like, and to me, there were, it, if it, if every single, because like, okay, for example, in the new Emma, they all, like, it's clearly the style to have their hair in those like tiny, tiny curls, those super mm-hmm. tight curls. 
And so it's like, okay, like that's supposed to be like on trend. But not every girl had those bangs in this show. And so I'm like, why did they do that to her? Yeah, I don't know. Because I would also say that Eloise had pretty terrible bangs as well. Yeah, but in a different way. Yeah. Because I also, when they started pulling Eloise's hair back towards the end, I was like, oh, wow, she's so cute. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) The hair was a problem, especially when other characters had better hair. Like, mm-hmm. so, like random kind of, like, other girls, like, in the scenes, I felt like their hair was cool or something. Mm-hmm. But I was just, like, I cannot. They are so crazy. And she's supposed to be the most beautiful girl in the show. And yeah. why did they do that to her? Because, honestly, like, I was looking at her IMDb. And I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Like, she's so cute and pretty when she doesn't have bangs. Yeah. Those bangs. It's true. Anyway, I just really had to get that off my chest. Yeah, the bangs were distracting. I will 100% agree about that. Thank you. What's your next point? My next point is um, I could not believe that, you know, like the other brother, the middle brother that was hanging out with that art orgy or whatever? <laughs> could yes. I could not believe that he's not, uh, like his plotline is not that he's gay. Okay, I was genuinely so confused about that too and I was I guess I left thinking that it still that still was his plot and like him being into the wife was just like a side thing well that's not the wife the lady who owns the shop oh that's a different lady (laughs) wow did I even watch this I don't know yeah I also thought the same thing so I'm with you because I was like I was actually excited because I was like, that would be such a good plot line. Because they kept showing all these hints of him being like, I have no interest in like getting married and running the family. Uh, I guess just the, I was going to say family business, but just kind of like, like being the head of. Yeah, like being the head of the house. I don't want to do that. And it seemed like he had this big secret. But and the sexual tension between the two of them was palpable. You could cut it with a knife. And I was like ready for it. I was excited. Um, and then it's like, oh, that other character, he's he's gay, but he's just has the exact same story as Anthony, basically, like loving someone who's not a lady, I guess. Like it was I was so let down. I was like, that is not very interesting to me. And um, I would have just liked to kind of see that play out. Yeah, I agree. So I was I was pretty shocked. Like the whole show is about kind of um, breaking the social norms that have been set in this time period and how people react to them. And like like the Bridgerton mom was like really supportive and like pretty okay with her kids kind of experimenting and like telling it like it was as opposed to like no, you can't do this because it doesn't follow the exact rules that have been set in place by the society kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, I think it would have been really interesting to um, see how that could play out. 100%. Yeah, and I feel like all the clues were there that TV shows tend to do. Anthony and the Duke are going to have that duel, and he's like, basically, he was like, either way, since you're my second, like, you're going to have to take over for me, and he was, like, kind of panicky. And it just made so much more sense when I was like kind of waiting for the reveal like that he was gay. So, yeah, I agree. 
that was really, really weird to me. Should I get into point number three? <laughs> yeah, keep going. Um, this one, I texted you about this. Well, three and three and four kind of go hand in hand because um, it's about, it's kind of about Eloise, kind of about Penelope. Because since we're talking spoilers, we can reveal that Penelope is Lady Whistledown, the secret gossip girl columnist in this mm-hmm. show. Um, which to me was like painfully obvious because like she reveals, well, basically I, I was dying because Eloise is like, she's like supposed to be the smart one in the family. Like she would tell you herself, she's like, I'm the smart one. (laughs) And like, she couldn't figure out like she, when she's doing her little investigation, like she is like has the worst ideas she has no evidence for any of her ideas of who was lady whistledown <laughs> is and there's so many times when it was so obvious that penelope was clearly lady whistledown mm-hmm. um but that to me leads into i want to talk about penelope because like i wanted to love her character um because i like thought she was like really cute and like i that's another kind of like um side of these stories that I want to that I want to explore like she's in kind of the lower class family but she's more clever than them and like she um they look down on her because they say she's ugly and she's like chubby or whatever and I'm like I lo- I want to love her but I was kind of like I didn't like that it was all about um Colin her crush you know mm-hmm. and like she was friends with um Marina the girl who's pregnant and I was kind of like I was like I'm kind of team Marina here. Like she, it's not that she doesn't like Colin. I'm kind of jumping all over the place here. I'm sorry if this is hard to follow, (laughs) but I was just kind of, I was sad that I um, was disappointed with Penelope's character. Basically. I also kind of similar to the other Bridgerton boy with Penelope. I kind of was thinking that maybe she had feelings for Marina, which I was like, I guess she's, like, her cousin. But, like, that was kind of why I was thinking that she was being weird about her cousin with Colin. Is that his name? Mm Mm-hmm. Which I guess was just me. But, yeah, I don't think that 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 played out as how I would have wanted it to. Because I, I do feel like that is kind of just, like, a trope. Of like chubby girl in love with the hot boy and he friend zones her with like by being like no you're like my best friend and like I trusted you with this information and like and then she's like okay with that mm-hmm. I just like that is something that kind of bothered me and I kind of wish that we could have seen more of Penelope like just being lady whistle down yeah, like almost like instead of saving that for the very end, like what if we'd known from the beginning and like kind of like she's as main of a character as Daphne is? That would have been kind of a cool viewpoint for the whole show. Yeah, but, I agree with that. But to be fair, well, I'm assuming there's going to be a season two just because it's like what everyone's talking about right now. Yeah. Um, And maybe since the audience now knows that she's Miss Lady Whistledown. I always want to say Mrs. Whistledown. Which like, like me too. <laughs> um, Ms. <laughs> that's Ms. to you. <laughs> but um, now that we know that she is 
her, like then maybe that will be more like season two. Um, Mm -hmm. And that would be really cool. Um, I definitely will watch a season two, but um, yeah, I was like, I was, cause I was, I was really enjoying Penelope and Marina's friendship. I didn't pick up on that twist, but now that I'm like kind of replaying some in my head, I'm like, yeah, that wouldn't have been totally out of left field in my opinion. If like Penelope had a crush on Marina, um, but I just was like, I, I felt really bad for Marina's character. And so I was bummed that Penelope was like all selfish. Yeah, I completely agree. And on that, I loved Marina's character and I really hope if there's a season two, we see more of Marina because I know that she kind of left, but it seems like we need to see more with her and make sure she's doing all right and how things are working out for her. I agree. I, um, I would actually like to see like her have a love story with the guy she ended up having to marry. Me too. I think it would be great. Especially because at that point I was kind of like, honestly, like, do you see any other options around here? I think that if someone <laughs> like a, even just mildly attractive in this show is like offering you a proposal, I say go for it. And who's like nice because like mm-hmm. he seemed nice. Yeah, he was nice and he was attractive. Yeah, I thought he was cute. And so um, I would totally I hope that we do pick up where they left off because I would I would like to watch that love story play out for sure. Yeah. Okay, Daphne and the Duke. This was probably one of my biggest pain points of the show, which I think is interesting because it's basically the whole show, but like <laughs> their whole relationship is just like the most toxic relationship in the whole world. And I think it all works out in the end because they were finally able to communicate. And I think a lot of their communication issues stem from the society norms um but I just thought it was interesting because I felt like both of them were kind of trying to push the norms and like Daphne didn't seem to be that afraid to like share her um share her feelings with the Duke so like every time there was something going on with them and they they just weren't communicating with each other I just wanted to shake them Mm -hmm. and I mean, I think that's my problem with a lot of television is and because that's usually the point is they need to learn a lesson the hard way. Yeah. I think it would have been a little bit more fun had they learned that lesson a little bit earlier on because I I enjoyed seeing them happy and like helping others and talking to other people and being just like a fun couple. I completely agree. Yeah, I um, it was so infuriating when he just like completely ignored her after they got engaged Mm -hmm. and it wasn't in a way that I mean I did feel some like I was kind of like stressed a little bit but I was also kind of just like this is dumb like he is being so stupid um I mean granted it did make for a really great reconciliation (laughs) scene and I was like wow this is really good (laughs) but um (laughs) I don't know. I think in some ways too, that was that. And I hate to just keep bringing up her hair, but it's like, she at times looked so just like young and immature, which I think it's like, she's supposed to be like young and naive and stuff. But like that combined with the kind of like, 
huffing around and stuff. I was just like, how old is she supposed to be? Like it's, but I mean, granted he was acting the same way, but like, it just really made her seem so young that I was just like, mm. very yeah, interesting. Yeah. And I feel like it could have been more fun if once she got married, she kind of had a, a new look that kind of showed like the new things that she's learned and how she like was trying to be this, um, is she a duchess now? Yeah. Um, this duchess who like, um, who again, kind of breaking the social norms and doing things in a different way. I think it could have been fun to like play up her, um, her look and change it to kind of show those new things that she's learning and doing. Yes. Completely agree. Still loved it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I feel like I, it's one of those shows where if I liked it less, I wouldn't be able to like, I wouldn't have so many nitpicky things. Yeah. But I did enjoy watching it. Um, mm-hmm. I, oh, one other point I want to make, I don't, I don't even need to go into a ton of detail on this, but um, Anthony is so annoying. <laughs> At the first episode, he's, like, clearly supposed to be annoying, but I was just, like, what are you doing? Like, you're ruining everyone's lives. (laughs) You're being (laughs) crazy. And then, like, he wouldn't leave that poor opera singer alone. I was just, like, dude, you, you got some problems. Um, you're really hot, but you are really testing me. (laughs) (laughs) And I just thought it was interesting how annoying he was (laughs) i would agree yeah i felt like it was annoying that he acted like he knew better but then in his own personal choices he did not and he seemed pretty judgmental for a person who was not being a great person totally and i i was like kind of hoping for him to redeem himself more by the end of the season i think too because he started out like so um harsh and like being just all over the place kind of with like sabotage in a way like it was just weird his decisions he was making like for his own sister and stuff um and so then when he like finally got rid of that disgusting suitor she had I don't remember his name but that gross guy who tried to like blackmail her and stuff mm-hmm. so I was glad when he finally started defending her against him and stuff but then I felt like he just kind of like kept going in the same patterns and so um I just like I wanted to I wanted to like his character more as like someone who grows on you but he just really didn't to me yeah same maybe he will in season two yeah maybe I did think it was I was like it really sucks for this town because besides um the Bridgerton brother Colin I was like Anthony and the other one, Benedict, I want to say, like those, they're both very attractive. Like they're like smart and like sociable and stuff. And like, they have no interest in like trying to marry anyone. (laughs) Like that would just suck. I would like hate their family if I were in their same town, because I would just be like, wow, you guys aren't going to like participate in this crap. Like the rest of us have to, I just thought that was so weird. Yeah, I'm very interested to see if there's a season two, if we get any more background information on, like, like why are the Bridgertons so rich? And, like, why are they, like, kind of a well-known family? And 
what really happened to the dad and all of those things that I don't think really came across at all. Yeah, really. Because I feel like um, we both watched this show. If neither of us know where the dad is, I literally don't know if he died or if he is like a soldier or if he is a merchant traveling <laughs> around. Like, I lo- I have no clue. And I do think there's a lot of... um. Like the very the pilot episode was like kind of overwhelming to me. Like the first like ten minutes maybe when there's like so many characters and I was like, oh my gosh, like how am I ever gonna be able to keep all these characters straight? But then luckily like it works itself out and you do I feel like get to know each character distinctly, pretty much. But um, so I think there was I think there was just like tons of information right at the beginning. Maybe they explained it because it's all with like voiceover of a uh, lady Whistledown kind of talking. And I was just like, there's so much to look at. There's so much that I'm listening to. And I'm like, so maybe I just missed it. But I find it weird if neither of us know where the Bridgerton dad is. Yeah, I think it was. Maybe it was there, but I'm going to go with no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, with that being said, I will say that my crush of the week is a little cliche, but it is definitely Simon. As per, I think, the rest of America, the rest of the world, including including me. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> He's just so hot. Like he was so hot. And I I'm... do, even though he was definitely imperfect, and I was really frustrated because with him, with his whole like, I made a vow to my dying dad to like to stick it to him, and it's like, how about you? The way you stick it to him is that you lied to him on his deathbed, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that was a little um, uh, irritating to me, but he still, I think, had the best personality of all the men on the show. Yeah, I agree. And I think that he was like the most like down to earth, which was kind of shocking. And honestly, I was like, you should just take on the Bridgerton name and pass that name down to the child. That would be probably wild in that time, but that's kind of what I was wanting them to do. That would be great. See, yeah, that's a great solution. Wow. Good call. Thank you. I Yeah, well, that was the thing. I was like, you realize that um, if you're not letting yourself, if the only reason that you are not, like, letting yourself father a child is just because of what you said to your dad, like, then he's still controlling your entire life. Yeah. So exactly. like let him die thinking that and like just and then like that's still his last thought he ever knew. Mm-hmm. And that's still pretty bad. So you kind of got your revenge and then do whatever you want. That's what I think. But I also like that he just becomes like Duke Bridgerton of whatever. Also it's so funny cuz I fr- I was like you said Simon and I was like who? <laughs> the Duke. <laughs> I just there's so many um names even like the characters each have several different names that you could call them a lot of names yeah i can't wait to see him in more uh more things same because he really does deserve to be in a lot more things yeah he's a star this has been great almost as great as watching it (laughs) almost better (laughs) yeah it's a good time, and I could talk about it for hours on end, so mm-hmm. let us know if you've watched it. Hit us up in the DMs. We'd love to talk about it. I really would. 
I love how Netflix will start the year out with something that's highly discussable. Like they always like you the first two seasons. It's true. It was really smart of them to drop it on Christmas Day. Seriously, and especially because it doesn't really seem like there's much else on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, love it, love it, love Good it. Call Netflix. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.